Welcome to Real Rap with Reynolds Teacher Talk with your host, C.J. Reynolds. Good evening, everyone. Good day. Good morning, if you're in China. Um, I am C.J. Reynolds, and I run this thing called Real Rap with Reynolds. It's a YouTube channel. And then on Sunday nights, we do this Sunday night teacher talk, which is meant to really just help teachers to not be nervous when they're going back to school the following day. Like, I just remember... Uh, especially in the beginning of my career as a teacher, like being really nervous on Sunday nights and like feeling super awkward and not sure what to do. And this is just a place where I will answer any question that you have. You put it in the comment, of that weird Satan guy that shows up every once in a while. I give that guy too much. I give him too much airtime. But anyway, um, and if I don't know an answer, there is a whole slew of people on the side here that will answer any question that you have. Like, so this is like a team activity um, even though it looks like the Reynolds show, it is really just like a team group activity. And so real quick, I want to note that if your question does not get answered here, right, because there's a lot of questions and there's, we do this for about an hour um, and I'm at someone else's house tonight. So I want to be able to honor that. Um, there's a Facebook group, Real Rap with Reynolds Teacher Talk. You can just go on there. All you have to do is just be a teacher, answer a few quick questions and we let you in. Um, and the questions are really to just like give us a little bit of insight on who you are and keep things out like um, different, like we don't want companies in there and stuff like that, or, or your students who are going to like tell, like, I don't know, it just makes a weird situation. Also, if that's not enough, um, I do private mentoring on the side. So you can like go on my website, realrapidthrones.com, find out about that. I can come speak at your school. You can go on Real Rapid Thrones, talk about that. And starting tomorrow, all of these um, shows will be at, on a podcast um where can you get the link for that john uh i don't have it tomorrow morning it'll be up and live tomorrow morning i'll just put it in the community chat like it'll show up as a post on the site and i'll put it up there um put it on instagram and everything so if you're typically like using all of your data to drive to school to listen to this which is what a lot of people have told me there's now this podcast that will exist real rap with Reynolds teacher talk podcast and that's it that is another service we provide um and all the stuff's free man so um We'll and, speak. and there will be two podcasts a week. We are going to do the first one so oh, yeah, every yeah. Monday morning. So every we'll Monday do. will be this, this Sunday, the day before his podcast will come out. Every Friday is going to be um, an old, older podcast that we think will bring a lot of value to you. So we're going to start off with all the ones that have like um, guests, everyone from Rafe Esquith to uh, from Pocketville Primary to you're just feeding me answers now, right? <laughs> There's a lot of chatter going on, on the side this evening. Um, so this evening, instead of me just doing this by myself, I'm at a friend's house because I'm here for dinner. Uh, Bridget from Letter Classroom <laughs> is going to sit in with me and she's going to drink. Hey, about, you got a haircut. I did get a haircut. I've been waiting. He got a haircut. I've been like a, I've you been like a troll. Be super stoked. <laughs> I've been like living under a bridge for two months working. I told you I cut it the last time you were here. <laughs> Your hair got longer, I think, than the last time. It did time. get longer. You got a hair long. I did. That was a dumb joke. <laughs> that, was, was. that was a total dad joke. Um, oh, so we are, well, to answer, what do you got? Do you got Hi. questions on here already? So, um, Bridget, I'm not going to have you introduce yourself because everybody already knows. You're like the, the godmother of teacher. You call me old? Yeah, I was going to say, you no. Know. <laughs> Well, you're you're OG like teacher there we go. YouTuber. You're the OG uh, teacher uh, tuber. All right, I'll take that. There you win. I'm wise. That's right. You are. There we go. You, I'm older than you though. Well, so that's true. <laughs> so uh, let's answer questions. Um, 
So Mike Binlit is at, that's really great. Sometimes people have like the most clever names and then sometimes they have really names that like, I can't pronounce most people's names. It's I wasn't really, very clever with mine. The lettered classroom. No, mine, is, no mine was a terrible. <laughs> I feel like it's just like, yo, you rap. Like, that's one of the things I rap. This was like a name mm-hmm. that made sense to my students and to zero other people in the world. So it's like, um, I don't know. I always think of it as like when Dave Grohl started the Foo Fighters, he's like, if I knew this was going to work, I would have picked a cooler name, but we have this dumb name now that just got stuff. So well, there you go. Um, Mike Minlet is asking, enjoying your summer. Have you been enjoying your summer? It's, it's been a very long summer. I feel like, I think I'm ready to go back to routine. We've seen I'm each other like at least a, a half lot. thousand times. <laughs> We've seen many days. A lot, a lot. <laughs> Even last week when we saw each other and Bridget was like, all right, I'll see you like in a few months. I'm like, I'll probably see you next week. And then lo and behold. <laughs> lo and behold, here we are, guys. We're here again for dinner. Um, yeah, my Bridget's summer has been busy. So like, and just like unforeseen things. So like Jedi's dad and then at the beach and Marley had to get stitches. It was like all this weird stuff. And you know what we were just talking about yesterday? Like this summer really made me think that like, you just can't hold out for a certain season or like oh, once this summer is over, or finally, once this year is done and we pay this off or one, it's like really making me mindful of like being like really enjoying whatever I'm doing right then. Yeah. Um, and be mindful about that. And that's, that's been a big, like, that's been like, like that reality has punched me in the face this summer. Um, which is good, I think. So yeah, Maisie's asking, uh, school started and I'm already getting made fun of any tips. Oh, so Maisie, can you, you can try. I want, all right. So I'm going to try and ask you this, but I, the, sometimes the stuff moves so fast. Um, what grade are you teaching? Cause I think that's going to, that's going to affect the answer. Have you ever been made fun of by students? Absolutely. How do you handle that? How do I handle yeah. getting made fun of? Depends on the situation. If they're being super duper inappropriate, one, I smack that down and I say, listen, let's go have a talk with the head honcho of the school because ain't nobody got time for that. Yep. Um, but if it's one of those where I feel like I can laugh at myself about it, I laugh at myself because I'm going to be honest, I do ridiculous things. Super big screen there. I know. This is maximum the screen. <laughs> I feel like I do r- ridiculous things. I can say things that are ridiculous. And sometimes I just have to laugh at myself too. So I think it would all depend on what's being said. Yeah. I, I think that's. Oh, like, she said, I'm teaching eighth grade, right. eighth grade English. Oh, okay. they are right. stinkers at yeah. eighth grade. So, like, <laughs> I teach ninth grade, and I find that the ninth that I handle better than this is just way too maximized. Now I'm going to be extra about this. Um, look how gigantic our heads are. It's like life size. It's like, <laughs> um, head looks gigantic. I feel like our children are like. I know. I'm it's Lord of the Flies downstairs. All of a sudden, all the kids are in the oh basement. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think. When I started teaching, it affected me more because it like hurt my feelings. Now, a couple of things. One, I'm just really good at making fun of people. Like I got beat up every single day of ninth grade year. And in 10th grade, I realized that get me out of almost anything, right? So I never got in a fight again in high school. But um, I can't even say get in a fight. I just got my ass kicked all the time. It wasn't even a fight. And so... um, but I found that my sarcasm and my humor got me out of most things. And so I use that now where if some kid tries to come at me, I'm just like way better. Like I've had to hone my skills over the last 25 years. Yeah. So the flip side of that is I find that 
that behavior comes from somewhere, right? They're, they're, what they're doing is testing me. I would oh, do absolutely. is call kids out on it. I, you know, I've said this in a hundred videos before, but like, uh, ask someone to step in the hallway, ask someone to stay back. What you're doing is removing the audience because making fun of someone is all good if there's an audience there to laugh at it. So if you remove the audience, then you remove a lot of the problem. And now it's just this awkward conversation of like, here's what I'm seeing in class. And I want to ask you about it because I think what you're doing is mistaking my kindness for weakness. And that's just not going to fly. Yeah. I'm here for you to be successful. That is my whole goal in being here. And so for you to kind of like slap someone in the face who's trying to help you out is like, bro, this isn't going to fly. Fly. And then I think getting someone else involved. Also, also even just said, you know, what is it that I've done that all of a sudden makes you want to say, say something like that to me? What did I do to deserve this? Yeah. Because I, I guarantee you, they will not have a single thing to tell you. Like they will just sit there very quiet, looking at no. the floor, looking at their feet, playing with their hands because they don't have an answer for it. And they're being turds. So <laughs> like that's what I'll say. Yeah. You're being a turd. And I, so <laughs> I think that what I try and put in place also is like, at some point this year, you're going to need someone it is at some time this year that kid's going to need an advocate and so i try and look for those times when i can advocate for them and then that's like proof of like see how this works so what you're doing is teaching life lessons right i know that kids like people get afraid that we're going to like coddle kids too much or something, but it's like, no, I'm going to show you how this works and why that you should do this in life. This Jenna emotions me on if I, because you know, it. it's a short <laughs> question. Long it's answer. like the best yeah. to watch this happening yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes. Like all <laughs> Scholarly science teacher is asking school starts next week. What should be my priority? So what's your priority? Like we were just talking about this downstairs, like your beginning of the year. Yeah. What, what did you call it? Your act? <laughs> yeah, it's my opening act. Yeah, your opening act, right? So what, what does that look like for you? Um, For me, holy moly. This I, I got, I was just going to run down there. Um, our kids are just loud. loud also. Like sometimes it sounds like they're killing each other upstairs and we go up and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Playing, we're playing Legos. They're probably like, Oh my gosh. Um, opening act. So I think for me, the biggest part of it is one, I want them to feel holy. That's my kid screaming like bloody murder. Someone might be nailed to the wall downstairs. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm so sorry, guys. I wish you could hear this. It's It's coming through the vent. You see that bit? It goes all the way down to my basement and you can just hear it. (laughs) So bad. Um, and so my opening act, I think the biggest thing for me is that I want my kids to feel like this is a fun environment. I want them to know that I am excited for them to be there. I want them to know that it's a safe place. It's a place for us to have fun, but to also learn. And we have certain routines and procedures in order to help make that a safe and fun environment. So like I spend the majority of it really talking about those big routines and procedures like going to the bathroom and lighting up to go to recess and how do we you know behave when we're in the cafeteria like I make them say thank you so much have a great day to like everyone in the cafeteria because I find it super important but I think those big routines and procedures are going to be the ones that I focus the most on and then I do fun stuff like icebreakers we just 
we do breakouts, escape the rooms. Those are super fun and yeah. the kids really enjoy them. We eat because who doesn't love to eat? So I typically like supply really? them with food. Yeah. Cool. I love to eat. <laughs> I got this huge bag of like these like small Takis. Takis are like the jam at my school right now. Oh yeah, yeah. We do so, too. so now I have like all these Takis that I'm gonna end up giving out to all the kids. They're so delicious. That's why I don't have stuff in the classroom. I know you would eat it. Unless it's crap that I'm not gonna eat. We always eat. I always have like little things like either mints or chocolates or lasagna. we're always eating. We bring lasagna. In. It's good. It makes people happy. I feel like if you feed them, they'll feel they'll feel good. So I'm. That's, I mean, I have teenagers, so they never stop eating. So that makes me nervous. But I think similarly, like in the beginning of the year, I think most classes focus on this is what's not going to happen this year. Oh. This is ninth grade and it's serious. Not ninth grade anymore, kids. All right. You're grownups now. And so it's that kind of like I'm going to scare you into submission talk that is so lame. And so instead, I like to just tell kids that I'm super excited that you're here. Like this is going to be the best year. I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you how I actually got here. And like, so I talk a little bit about myself and who I am and where I come from. And that's it. Like, so my first day is only like 20 minutes per class or something like that. Cause we have oh, half yeah. a day. See, I have them the whole day. <laughs> so that's, a, I, I might, mine might be different, but I don't do rules. I don't do procedures. I don't do a syllabus. Yeah, we don't do rules. That everybody else is doing that. And it's like a whole day. It's like eight periods. You were so excited to see your friends. And I got eight periods of all the stuff you can't do. Yeah. It's like if you went on a date with someone and they were like, look, I don't eat Chinese food. I don't see <laughs> movies. I do not stay out past 11. It's like, I don't want to hear all the crap we're not going to do. That's just, that's <laughs> the least exciting like conversation ever. Instead, like, what do you like? What are you into? What do you like? Yeah. What do you want to do? How do you envision this going forward? Like that is a cooler conversation to me. So I just try and think really um, to sum this up is like, what would I have liked if a teacher did when I was in high school? That answers most of my questions of how I teach. Food and escape the rooms. That's it. That's it guys. Just do that. And lasagna. Um, <laughs> Lauren is asking, uh, when do you do your lesson plans? Everyone's going to hate my answer for this. So, <laughs> so I don't have to do lesson plans. Me neither. <laughs> the whole internet Listen, just exploded. There is somebody out there that told me I can't plan for tomorrow until I know what my students can do today. And it's like so true. Like you really can't. Who told you that? That's great. I don't know. It's fantastic, isn't it? I, I was at, it's true. Um, like, I mean, how many times have you made an entire week's worth of lesson plans? You're feeling good. You're going into the week. You're like, got this. I'm ready. And then, like, the kids just don't get it. Like, you try to do something and they don't get it. And you're like, all right, now I'm just going to have to wipe this out. Oh, it was so pretty. And you're, like, yep. crossing things off. You're shifting everything. So I don't have to do lesson plans. Now, I do – I have to say, like, I do have, like, a <coughs> curriculum that I – have like typed up and basically it's it's like for every unit that I teach like what's the gist right like yes. what are those like skills that I have to do in a progression and I already have those all laid out and when I have those that's kind of the stuff that I reference to yeah. but I don't have to write lesson plans yeah we don't have to write lesson plans either um I used to and I used to do my lesson I did my lesson plans my first year of school I've been out of that school for a long time so I can say this now I used to then just recycle the lesson plan every year. I would just change the date 
sometimes it wasn't even remotely close to what I was doing. <laughs> I just did it to hand it in because I didn't want to focus on the technicalities of things. And so I think there's value in that when you start teaching, like you mm-hmm. should start, you should have lesson plans because you don't know. It's like when you start oh, cooking, absolutely. you should follow the recipe. But once you get to be a good cook, you can like just taste things. And you're like, this needs a little bit more salt. I don't, oh, have, to, I don't have to follow the recipe. And so I know what I'm going to do. Like it's all planned out, but I literally like take, like I have my, um, my PowerPoint is made for the entire year. And so I just look at the next seven days. And I'm like, okay, we're doing this, this, and this, this is the stuff that I need. I can kind of do it in my head at this point. Yeah. So I don't do them. I used to do it and it would take all weekend, but my one piece of advice for that is give yourself a set amount of time, right? There's something called Parkinson's law that I really believe in. Parkinson's law is an act, a uh, task takes as long as you give it. So, you know, if like you have all day to clean your house, that thing takes all day to clean. But if you know you have yeah. company coming over in 20 minutes, you're like, you're all right. You Y'all get, was you get that thing on point. <laughs> and it's, and it looks nice and it's together. And we look like a family that cares. And yeah, so it's, it's like, exactly what I did. You can do that <laughs> about if you know ago. someone's coming over. And so that is, and I like, or in college, if I had two weeks to write a paper, that thing took two weeks to write. But if I knew, if I put it off, I know I can do it. The night before. That's what I did. I can do a pretty good job. Yeah, don't, don't I will say see this because then <laughs> I will say that I when I was uh, like a fresh new teacher and I would plan, I had certain subjects that I planned for each day, like during the week so yeah. that I didn't have to waste my entire weekend because that's what ended up happening. Yeah. I would spend the whole weekend lesson planning and it was the absolute worst because you feel like you never leave work. It will take as much time as you give it <clears throat> yeah. to take. It was awful. So what I did is I ended up saying, okay, I'm going to do all of my like whole group reading on the dogs doing something whole group reading on Monday. And then I'm going to do all my small groups on Tuesday. And then I'm going to plan my math stuff on Wednesday. Yeah. So I had certain things that I would plan for by so that by Thursday or Friday, I could just go and make all of my copies before I left school. Yeah at the end of the week and I was ready to go. I mean, that was the best way. Of the, the last thing I'm really just thinking of is like, people always ask me to make lesson plan videos. And I'm like, but I don't lesson plan. <laughs> it's the same with technology. I always get asked to make technology videos. And I'm like, we don't have, we have lights. Like that's why, I ha- and a Promethean board that I can't figure out how the hell to use. It's just a really nice TV. And we play Fruit Ninja on it at lunchtime. People were but, saying that they have to have theirs. Someone said that theirs is like five pages long. Someone oh, said they have to have yeah. theirs on their bulletin board, like <laughs> like clipped up at 8 a.m. Monday morning. I used like, to have to have Gosh, the um, standards, like the numbers on the board. No kids see no kids paying attention. No. Just like they're not paying yeah, attention to your metaphor poster that you have on the wall, unless it's funny. Like, but like it's Th- those things it's we're only doing them because we've always done them you can come make it um john lopez is asking for the first time in 27 years i am a i am the lone male teacher it feels strange any words of encouragement thanks for the eye stickers uh you have great penmanship um so thanks man um, it really does it's so funny it's great i who did i write a card to though and they said they i'm still read waiting it. on my card and sticker I have no idea why I haven't got. I'm also, he doesn't bring you anything, does he? No, really don't. She's what such a good host. I, last time Wait, we stayed at Bridge, I'm going to answer. I you. have a journal sitting, a blank journal that was intended for you that it was never delivered. It's literally <laughs> sitting on my dresser over there. I'm just I'm, so I want to answer John's question, but I'm also just thinking how like two years ago I asked you to do this, and you're like, "Nah, let's just do the whole." We did the whole video together instead, and now look, 
where you are. So it's complete. We don't have to have any more guests on because everyone's been on. Um, I think being the only male teacher, um, I mean, the funny thing is, is like, I teach with a lot of guys. I hang out with all the girls. Like my two like best friends at school are are women. And I, I just think that it's, for me, it's more about being a part of the community and like whoever I get down with. So I don't hang with everyone in my school. And that's logistically, that's just not possible, even though we're a very small school, but like, I just look for the people that I fit in well with anyway. Um, and that just happens to usually be like, it's been women at school. I mean, there's guys I hang with, but like, uh, yeah. Have you ever, well, I mean, no, I've always, I'm a girl. So it's like predominantly it's like a female dominated yeah, career. Dominate that for real. But I feel like, like, again, I, it's like having my cousin over and we are in no way, shape or form related. Not that we know of. You should do like one of those 23 and kind of have like. What color is his eyes? Green, blue, green, gray. Yeah. green, blue, gray eyes. It like depends on what white hair. <laughs> I don't think Pretty sure good... there's no connection there. <laughs> but CJ I feel like you're my cousin. Like CJ really like, loves oh, to hold on to hope. He loves to hold on to hope. Um, yeah. So I hope that answers your question. I think it's just about being authentic, really who you are, and leaning into that, and then just hoping that you find people to connect with. That's it. Um. Ryan is asking, <clears throat> uh, CJ, what's going on? Nothing, man. Thanks for asking. Uh, actually, a million things are going on. Uh, any advice to teachers with ADHD themselves? As far, oh man, <laughs> do I? Uh, as far as staying on top of work, remembering things to do, and staying organized. Um, that's a really, that's a really good question. Get an echo and set alarms. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or have certain kids in your classroom get your focus. <laughs> I will have kids come up to me and say, hey, Mrs. Swackman, um, you got to focus because we only have so much time left. And I'm like, got it. Let's do it, guys. <laughs> so that is, that sounds, yeah. They love to be the boss. <laughs> that is, that's actually really good. I think, I think setting alarms is, is good. I think, so look, one of the things I do is on my PowerPoint, every activity that we have in a given period all, most of them have a time next to them. Mm -hmm. So I know how much time we're spending on each thing so that I can follow the clock. And so the students also have an idea of like how long this is going to take. So like, instead of them being like, how long do we have to read for? And it's like, it says right there, it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is. Um, it takes anxiety away from students also when you do mm -hmm. that. So, um, mm -hmm. I, and then I automate things. I, I think, you know, Jocko Willing says that discipline equals freedom. And the idea that, the less things I have to think about, the less things I have to do or plan for. So like I, if I, during the school year, if I run in the morning, my clothes are set out the night before I wake up, I go downstairs and I read and I meditate in the morning. It's the same thing every day. Like if someone was tracking my movements, they would be so utterly it's bored routine. that it's the same thing. But in that routine, it frees me up from having to make, like do other things. So mm -hmm. um, my grading happens. Like I take my papers, I put them in the same file bin that says to grade. I grade them and then I move them into the one that says graded. That's it. They don't go anywhere else. So when kids are like, you lost my paper, I'm like, it's literally impossible. I take them, I put them there because I'm going to lose them otherwise. So everything's labeled, everything has a place, everything's in its place. That's that's what helps for me. Or get help. So like with our business stuff, like um, I said before, like having Edie, <clears throat> who's probably on here now, um, Edie has done such a good job at like organizing my life because some people are just like that. Mm -hmm. Like, 
uh, Michelle from Pocketful Primary, who even has her cell phone, like her it's icons are. It's amazing. It is and hilarious at the same time, where it's just like, um, so yeah, so that that would be my, my advice. So I think I don't know that I was ever. Have you been diagnosed with ADD? No, I, I'm self-diagnosed. I, I think I I went on WebMD. It's either ADHD or lupus. I'm not really sure. So <laughs> they always say everything on WebMD is you have lupus or cancer. I'm like, I'm getting like phantom smells. They're like, it's probably brain tumor. And I'm like, and then I go to my doctor and I'm like, and they're always just like, please, you just gotta clean your stop ears. Stop googling, stop googling things. Yeah, blow your nose. You'll be all right. Stop going on WebMD. Um, Jill Chapman. Jill Chapman's on all the time. Oh, her. hi, Jill. Starting my first high school job this week as a behavior coach. Ooh, Ooh that's awesome. At an alternative school. Hearing some pretty violent stories. Awesome. What's a prissy girl like me going to do? That's a great. These are really good questions. You got me. this. Um, have you ever taught in a school where you felt like it was too tough for you? Or like a situation where you were like a little bit nervous how you were going to handle it? My first year at the school that I'm currently at. Really? Yeah. How come? It was just a completely different environment. Now, granted, I also came from teaching kindergarten, which is mostly still a Title I school, but it was a lot of ESLs, like yeah. Hispanic population, Japanese, all of it. But when I came here, this is a totally different Title I school um, that I'm in. And I just, it was so hard for me to take that mind shift from a kindergarten to a fourth grade. And then there were so many kids who had such bad life experiences that they were going through yeah. and it was coming out in the classroom and I didn't know how to handle it. I, I had no idea how to do it. And yeah, it was just, it. I had things thrown at me. I was called all sorts of different things. I had kids who were trying to leave. I had kids who would try to like, like, you know, quarterback, whatever <clears throat> you want to call it, football tackle me. <laughs> it was just, it was a different experience for me. Now, I mean, granted, you figure out the kids, right? You start to learn them. And I think that's what I didn't have in the very beginning. And it was mainly because I was overwhelmed. I moved from the South to the North. I was living with my in-laws. You know, I was trying to get used to this whole different place, this whole yeah. different school, a whole different grade level, whole different curriculum. Like it was just a very overwhelming time that I didn't know how I, I wasn't. Hi, that's husband. <laughs> um, I just didn't know how to react to any of it. Yeah. Um, and after a while, I started to learn that I just needed to get to know the kids and I needed to get to know them more. Where I felt like in kindergarten, yeah. it was all about like they loved you. They loved you no matter what you did. Yeah. Like you were just like this idol to them. Fourth grade, they don't love you as much. No, they are like high school seems they're like ready for things to suck. <laughs> oh, in high school. oh, like they they're anticipating so suckiness. And <clears throat> and seniors just want to be done. My first year in West Philly, I was put in a windowless basement room with the football team and the basketball team were in the same class. Were they, they like were doing it out? I had kids that would fight. I had kids threaten me. I had a kid the year before I had gripped a teacher oh, up put him against the wall and told him he was going to kill him if he if he did whatever he did again. And so I remember the first called that kid out on something and he was like, what? And I was like, I, I was, I think he cheated and I gave him a zero. Um, and he goes, do you know who I am? Do you know what I've done? And I'm like, do you know, do you know why? I am? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm like, 
You don't know me. <laughs> so I, I think, know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I will call my wife. And so I think the interesting thing there is for me is like you you are to me it was getting to know students because as soon as you know them and they know you that lessens that sort of behavior. I think in my first, like if I was to switch schools, um, I think going around the neighborhood that you teach in gives you some real insight. And like, so if you don't live in that neighborhood, so like I don't live in West Philadelphia, but in going there, it was like going to corner stores, going like hanging out places, like going, like getting to know the neighborhood, getting to know the kids, going to where they played basketball and just getting comfortable with like, getting a sense of where people come from. I think too many teachers parachute in. Like, so if they're teaching, like, especially like in the hood, they parachute into the hood and then they leave and they don't get a chance of like, what is the neighborhood like? What's the actual community like? And they teach with these preconceived notions of what they think it's like. And I would do the same thing if I moved like here, which is far more rural where you guys live than where I live. I don't know what kids like here. Like I'm, Kids are largely the same wherever you go in many, many ways, but like at, at their core, I think. But like, I don't know if kids like hunting or if they like riding four wheelers. Like, what what is that like? Where here, you get a little mixture of everything. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. And and I would just I would dive into that more and get to know who my students are, what they like, and then look that stuff up. Well, I, one of my favorite things I just want to say is the strategy of the one time that you had a fight break out in your room and they were much, much larger than you that you oh, were yeah. like, I can't break this up. Kind of like, what do you do when oh, that happens? But what did you do? I, you didn't so even... I do one of two things. I, one, I told them, I go, look, I'm just going to tell you right. And these dudes, like two, these two guys, they looked like bears. They were so big. <clears throat> they were like, whatever, football players. Right. Um, I said, just so you know, if you're going to get in a fight, there's no way I'm breaking it up. Cause that would be like me Get it going in the wild and breaking up bears, which is yeah. impossible. It's not going to no, happen. It's I'm not too skinny for that. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're going to do it, you got to commit because it's going to it's going to go. Then I started, and I don't necessarily recommend this unless you really know your students. <laughs> um, I grab my phone and I record myself and I go, dude, I'm going to get so many views on YouTube. So hold on for just a second. Just one second. You can you build, crack build up the It's like the kids just, yep. they just they can't or think about I, Is this the one you were yes. talking about? On my desktop, on my computer, I have queued up The Glory of Love, which is the love song from the second Friday <laughs> Kid movie. And if kids start arguing, I play it. And no one can, they just can't fight when there's love jams on. It is impossible. Or I blow bubbles sometimes. I go, this is adorable. Hold on to this. And I blow bubbles. And it diffuses the city. What it does is. It deflates them. Yeah. I think a lot of times, boys especially, take so long to fight because there's a lot of posturing and I yeah. think everyone's really looking for an out. They oh, don't have, they don't want to look like a punk. So they just, they have to fight sometimes. And if you give them the out, like your Reynolds is so stupid. And then they deflect it to me. It's like, I'll take that. And now yeah. there wasn't a fight. And then we can talk about it later about how do you stay out of those situations in the future anyway? So, well, you know, I, it's funny cause I have sixth graders and I've only had sixth grade for two years now. And I will always bring up whether they're like super upset because they just like got into a huge argument. And I would say, yo, listen, little girl do i need to like go and like call somebody's mama because this girl is breaking your heart because if that's their deal like i will go out there and i will do it immediately and like well and i'll just kind of mention you know listen everybody goes through this it's called hormones yeah. i will straight up bring it bring it up and again don't it i don't recommend it, so, it. <laughs> but it makes it so ridiculous yes. that it breaks the the situation off. Like, yeah yeah, yeah. 
It does. To make um, them feel I have like, a million oh, versions okay. of stuff of, that I've done like that. Like, yeah. or that. So anything yeah. weird, really, Jill it's, Chapman, and you'll be good. Yeah. She said, she said, I got this. Bubbles love jams, bean car. I got this. Yeah. I'm good. Thanks, Rose. <laughs> All you got to do. <laughs> Advice you will find in no book ever. <laughs> Except for yours. Yeah, yeah, except except for, for my book. Um, uh, what is the hardest part about your first week of school? Waking up. <laughs> Truth, though, right? Yeah. Waking up, having to pee during certain times, and not having, not being able to eat 24 7. Um, I think uh, first week is, I don't like all, I don't like all the preamble. Like, I, I just want to get into lessons. Like, I just want to teach. Yeah. I don't like doing all the policies and procedures and the meetings and all the I stuff. Like, I do it in jam. the moment. Yeah. Like as you're kind of going through and it's like, all right, listen, let's talk about this because I'm just noticing this is happening. And I feel like we need to talk about this and yeah. come up with some sort of a routine. Yeah. Doing it then and there versus having to feed all to them beforehand. They forget anyways, yeah. you're going to remind them a hundred times throughout the entire year. So you might as well just wait until you need it yeah. <laughs> at that moment and deal with it then Absolutely. and just jump into it. Have fun. Yeah. That, and so I think that that is for me is like rem remembering to have fun because so many teachers are on defense that first week of school mm -hmm. where they're just like, even after the first day, they're like, Oh, guess what a kid did today on the first day. And it's like, Dude, just laugh. Like it's just like not even worth getting upset about because you're yeah. with them all year. So I'm gonna get pissed off now. Holy it's like, moly, yeah. I Don't be just upset. Have just have fun with it. Just laugh. Give them high fives. Mm. Yeah. People are saying, um, Seriously. besides the onto your waking up point, making <laughs> lunch the day before. Uh, that's a new like, <laughs> and being on my feet all day. Oh yeah. Although you should just take some slippers and talking all day. So my plan this year, I'm not wearing dress shoes anymore. Dude, I'm take just, slippers, change it to them. Well, I take than, my shoes off. And my I whole did. thing for this is I will tell kids, listen, if I take my shoes off, y'all take your shoes off. I don't <laughs> care. Because if my feet are hurting, I know your feet are hurting. Do you, did you ever have one of those dreams where you like show up at school without pants on or something like that? Or you show up in your pajamas or anything like that? I do show up to school in my pajamas. <laughs> we have to be happy one way or another so why not say that hey guys you're under theme day this week everybody can come to school the next day in pajamas and everybody's yeah. like why and i'm like it's because you're awesome that's, a good <laughs> that's why i come showed up your pjs with my slippers on on accident one day and i have these really comfortable like sanook slippers but it just me it was the best day i was like i feel so Someone said they have slippers in their classroom. She said, I have slippers in my the classroom. It's the best. It's like, the it's best. Like, I think this should be like a Mr. Rogers moment, right? Like, you're going to have a like, robe. You're going to have a little bit of the dude. <laughs> well, someone, Unicorns Rock said, please wear Mr. Oh, Mr. Rogers' kids. At first it said kids, and then she switched. You should just kids. come in every day, and the kids are all seated, and you're just yeah. going to be like, it's a beautiful day for some learning. It's a beautiful <laughs> day for some learning. It is. He is my hero. Um, Joanne Markov is asking, There's four so I tried the, you talk during a test, you get a zero with no tolerance on our first diagnostic assessment because we had no real grade so far this tanked a bunch of students i found myself having to make phone calls home um it says we're outraged and felt betrayed uh but i know it was worth sticking to my guns because last year they really struggled with students talking once they were done um but others were testing so how do you do you hand, that's i give i just take people did you read all four yeah uh I, three. Oh, okay um snap 
how do you handle blowback from kids who feel you're being too harsh? So I think that's that's probably a, the bigger question is in general. Do you have students ever feel like you're being too harsh or being too much? And how do you handle that? Um, absolutely. I'm trying to think of some situations where I've been really, really harsh. So with tests, I mean, while you're even thinking of that, like the reason I do that is because I, and I tell students, I, you have to have a why for everything you do. I don't ever have something that is like, because I said so, because I'm the teacher. Oh yeah. You know, like, don't ever use the, I said so. Yeah, even with my kids. They're not going to care. It's very rare. Um, and it's you, the times that I do it, it's like, I just don't feel like, like, I don't feel like having the conversation right now. It's too hard to <laughs> say, God bless you to someone that sneezed zero because, because now, now it's semantics, right? It's like, I don't want to have that conversation where it's like, um, all I was saying was this, it's like, you can't say anything, but this is why, because testing time is important and some kids can't pay attention. So if you start talking, then it's going to mess it up for someone else. And we are a team here. We're a community of, of people learning in the room together. Um, so you can't do it because that's going to distract someone else. And you are not giving them the same kindness that they were showing you. So you just take the zero. Now, look, you can oftentimes just retake the test, but you have to come back before school or after school the next day to retake the test. Unless you're like a repeat offender, then it's like, bro, you just take you just take the loss like a boss. Um, but that I think that that is me just kind of showing them that and and saying like this is not to like to come at you. It is to help other people, and you're not respecting other people. So now I'm going to take that. The, the only rule I have in my room is. Give respect, get respect. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it breaks down to. And I think kids are usually, they're still annoyed, but like, that's just how I rock it. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of times I will tell the kids, go sit down. Like if, if it's where they are upset with me because I made a decision and it's like in that moment, that heat of that moment, I tell them to go sit and cool down. And I was like, we will talk about it absolutely later on because there are kids that, and I feel like my grades are going to be kind of different because I don't take, I don't do grades. I have standard space. So it's all about whether what, you know, yeah. um, so I don't really give like a ton of tests per se. Mm, that's really weird to say. But Sounds very hippie. It's super hippie. Y'all we all just go with the flow. <laughs> you get an A, you get an A, you oh, pass everything. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not how it goes. But I feel like for me, um, first, I want to make sure that they're cooled mm-hmm. down. The second thing, like I have had kids who come up to me saying, well, why did you take my dojo? Because like, we do dojos as yeah. a, like a district. And why did you end up doing this? I think that you're being too unfair. And this person was doing this. And I said, but you know what? You have no idea what conversations I've had with other kids. Yeah. So it's all about giving them that conversation and like talking to them, letting them know that why behind it. And then moving forward with that. Yeah. And the kids do pretty well with that for the most part. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, have I think I think I'm too harsh. A point that you brought up that I think is really important is like letting students have the conversation right now. We're not talking about it because people are testing and it's going to go the same way after class. Come talking. I'd be happy to have the conversation because sometimes I'm wrong. I have like sometimes a little I, idea moment. Like a little, right light bulb, yep, a little light bulb moment. I literally, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it glowed. <laughs> Well, I remember when I actually worked as a manager for Red Lobster. This was back in Houston. And there was something that they called leap. And it was always dealing with customers. So when you had to deal with a customer that was not happy, you would leap. So it's listen, empathize, apologize, and problem solve. So even for kids, like when they're upset and they think that you did something wrong, I would always allow them to talk 
and I would just sit and listen. And then I would empathize. Listen, I understand that you're feeling this way. I, already, yeah. I get why you're feeling this way. Apologize. Sorry, I already said it. And then problem solved. Figure out a way to make it better. So even with kids, I follow that same rule. I let them talk. I let them go for it. I will say, I completely understand where you are coming from. They want to. Um, they want you to know that, you know, why am I feeling this way? And then figure out a way to solve it. Like, whether it just be yeah. that they just understand, you know, the reason why you did something, that's them understanding it. That's problem solving. Who would have thought Red Lobster training would be so important in your Go life? Red Lobster! It's, uh... <laughs> Wait, did you have to wear a lot of flair when you were there? <laughs> I was fantastic. I had all my little buttons. It was fabulous. I, I like, wore uh... a chef's coat. Did really? I did. I had a chef's coat because I was the culinary manager. So oh, I had to wear my really? chef's coat. You? Red lobster always equals diarrhea. So it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, let's move on to that. With that let's move on to the next question. Um, uh, welcome to this amazing life. That is really, that's beautiful. It's a really positive thing. It's like, <laughs> especially on the internet, it's like you don't get people that are. I love that. So, hey, so tomorrow is my first day of school. Good luck. Um, I'm a student. Uh, there's one kid. He is super mean. He touches girls inappropriately, but everyone is too scared to say something. Girl, say something. Do? Don't be scared. Say who? something. To who? How, like, how would you handle that? I, I would say something to him. So if it's a student, another male student, I mean, I guess everybody's personality is different, right? Yes. You're, you're, you would say something. I I'd say, say something. something, right? Yes. I'm I'm saucy like that as well. Absolutely. But for the person who's shy, I think it's really difficult. If you're, I think if you're having trouble on your own, go to a teacher, an admin. So as a teacher, I know if someone came to me and said something like that, it is really important to me that students know that, like, that they can trust me. Right. Yeah. So like, even if someone comes to me, like I'm a, we're mandated reporters. Like we have to say something Absolutely. like you, you can't have, you can't have a moment like that where a student says, so just know this. That if you tell a teacher, they have to tell someone because they don't, um, they don't do, you're distracting me. I'm sorry. Um, they don't, like, they can't just hold on to your secret for you. But I want my students to know all the time that, like, I'm going to tell the right person and I'm going to make sure this doesn't blow back on you. The last thing I would want is, like... But I tell someone they don't and handle you it properly. Like immediately regret that yeah. you told that person. Or they get or that person ends up getting beat up or something. That's why I never when I got my ass beat in the high school all the time, I didn't tell a teacher because I knew it was gonna come back on me. Like I knew there was some long hallways or there was a time in the bathroom where I was gonna like it was gonna catch up with me. And so I never told anybody about that stuff. And so I think you should a hundred percent tell someone. Mm-hmm. And if you're not really certain how to do that, um I would even say like go to a teacher that you trust the most and then take it from there. And look, if there, if there's, if you're not sure what to do with that, if you talk to a teacher and you're still not sure what to do, just email me. And I would be happy to try and like help you out with that as much as I can. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't want you to like leave here and then not talk to someone. Um, so we can communicate about that. Yeah. You should out. not feel afraid to go to school at all. Yes. You know what I mean? That no. should be your safe place. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and yeah. And I, yeah, I just the fact that someone would go to school and not feel that, I will right? go take care of it for you, honey. Tell me where you go, I will be there. <laughs> I don't have gas to do that, but um, yeah, I think that's important. So just let us know, and 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 I think that you should absolutely 100% do something about it and say something about it. Um, 
How do you, this is uh this is one of my favorite names, Hot for Teaching. It's a Van Halen song. Yeah, for, so number one, that's, <laughs> that's why. <his> favorite. <laughs> number two, um, her husband, when they started dating, put posts on Facebook or something like that, like, yeah. I'm hot for teacher, or taught for teacher, something like that, where he made, like, a joke because mm-hmm. she was a teacher, and I just thought that was awesome. That was um, awesome. So how do you handle grading and giving immediate feedback? So if you don't do grades, like, what does that look like? All, it, all I do is feedback all day long. Okay. Feedback all day long. Um, so it, it's different for the type of um, – assessments or whatever it is that I'm giving, I call them all assessments, but you know, they could be anything from just a paper that they're writing um, and answering. They could just be bubbling something like it could be anything. So it's always different. And I tell my kids and we try to teach them the difference between quantitative and qualitative data and the type of feedback that I'm going to give for them. A lot of times if it's the quantitative, which is usually more of a math problem because there is a, you know, right answer. Um, Qualitative, I'm always looking for the quality of their work and how well they go about explaining themselves. Um, And that's usually my ELA side. But I will tell the kids, like, if it's more of the quantitative, which is the math, I will just cross it out and say, you need to go figure it out yourself. Um, That's the error analysis that I want them to go back and try to see where is it that they went wrong? Is it the fact that they, you know, either added something incorrectly, they don't know the true procedures of something because when they understand the behind, like, why did I end up making the mistakes? I think they don't end up making them as much anymore. Like I have a few kiddos that just want to go really quick because they want to be the first ones that are done. And once I started doing an air analysis with them, what? what? I have your focus on. Remember that like crazy, that how it blurs the background? Oh. I don't know. No, no? we would see ourselves like that. Oh, I don't someone think, said, I is have... the camera out of focus? I'm sorry. I totally I think just... it only happens on is, Am I blurry? I don't know. I don't know. She's just blurry. In I general. need to blur myself real I'm not looking great. <laughs> Um, so I will make them go and do an air analysis. Now, if it's more of the qualitative, like I will sit down and have one-on-ones. Now I am so, so, so very fortunate because I have the ability to truly create my own space. Like I don't have really a a curriculum other than the curriculum that I have written for my class. I don't have certain things that I have to absolutely be doing because my district tells me to do it. So I'm fortunate in that I can do I could say, you know what? I'm not pulling groups today. I'm going to do all individual conferences because it's that's what those kids need at that particular time. And that's what I end up doing. So a lot of the times I always tell myself it's like emails, right? Like you, somebody sends you an email, you the district tells you, you know, oh, you have 24 hours to be able to respond to somebody. It's yeah. the same way. Like if somebody gives turn something into me, I have 24 hours to be able so to. I think get that is a really back. important idea is like. It has to be timely. And so I do, my grades are done back the next day, unless it's like a a test, right? So like we do have, like, I I have full autonomy in my classroom, but there are like certain, so I guess 90% autonomy, but like there's certain things we need to do, like tests, quizzes, classwork, that kind of thing. But I think handing things back in a timely fashion. So someone actually remembers the assessment or the assignment that they did they don't remember it anymore. It's like useless that you're giving it back now. So mm-hmm. it's about trying to get that in quickly. Um, and then I would rather talk to a student than write a thousand things on their paper. So yes. like if something, especially is like CJ, would just do, in, he would just do videos, short video clips. And send them yeah. his kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, because of every email I get. Is a video back. Teacher likes book said, not just feedback, actually. 
actionable feedback that can help students take the next step yeah. in learning. So yep. like not just this is what you did wrong, but right. this is how you should fix it. Like you said, and going right. forward, this is what I need to see. And I find that I don't grade for everything. Like if someone gives me an essay, I don't put everything wrong that's on there. I look for like the top three to five things like, okay, you're, re you're really using the B verb incorrectly. Let's address this and hone in on that because it's like, I think that's just daunting to students too. Like, it's like, it just looks like you don't know anything. If you, if you mark someone up hard, I'm not your editor. Yeah. I'm trying to teach you skills. And so it's like, what skills are the most important right now? Yeah. You know? So yeah. And you know, and I create like a calendar and I write kids' names on the calendar and you know, like it's pencil so that I can always move yeah. my kids if I need to end up moving them if something happens. But like, I always want to make it a point too that I sit down and have conversations with them about their learning. Y'all, a kid cannot tell you what they're doing, what they're learning. They can't because no one ever really asks them. By the time they go home, they're like, good, fine, okay. And parents just kind of leave it because they don't want to have to fight that. Yep. But I force my kids to have those conversations about their learning, about what's going on and using the academic like language in class because I think it's important. It gets them kind of used to it. In the beginning of the year, y'all, it is rough. Like it is like pulling teeth rough. But as the year goes along, the kids get so much better at it. Yeah. And they can really tell you like met like their metacognition, like how are they truly learning? Like it's pretty cool. And that's important. I mean, because how many kids go home every day, like you said, and say oh, like what you do today? Nothing. And then you find out something amazing happened. Yeah. Exactly. Um so we have 10 minutes left. Wouldn't you like rapid fire as, as much as possible? Yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> I will try. One word answer. Go. I don't, I don't really rapid fire <laughs> anything. But um, Nicole is asking. Nicole Walker is saying, "I'm starting a new job after recently graduating as a building substitute. Any tips? I'll be at the same school every day." Um, oh, she, oh. She's, She's starting, starting a new job. job. A she is a building substitute. Um, Make connections with the kids more yeah. than anything. Like get to know all the kids, stand out in the hallway, greet them, all that stuff. Like yeah. I think that's going to be what's important because those are the, like I have a building sub and the ones that my kids love the most, it's because that building sub took the time yeah. to get to know them. And because subs get so no different. respect None. because no one knows who they are. Yeah. So if you're there every day, I think that the most important thing is, being visible, right? So be out in the hallways, be at the office, be at the door at the end of the day, be That's at the, the door in the beginning of the day. Like, yeah, um, it's, it is getting in front of students um, so they can see you more and you're, inter and you're interacting with them and that's going to build those connections with them. Um, Peter is asking, uh, hey, I'm a high school teacher, a high school social study teachers in PA. Ooh. Hey. Um, there are many channels focused on brick and mortar classrooms and teaching, but I want to create a channel that incorporates cyber education also. Uh, thoughts on getting started. So for YouTube. Um, Just do it. Just start yeah. doing it. <laughs> I think you do. I, look, I mean. I know my channel has pivoted any number of times based on what people want. Mm -hmm. So like you'll get idea, like just start making stuff. Don't get in your way. Don't worry about how great it is or anything like that. Like you just learn by doing. Um, but I think the, with anything, it's like just start doing it and you just get better at it. And then watch your comments <laughs> and what people are asking for, the questions that they have. That's what I would do. If I were you, I'd make some videos about how to use a Promethean board so that I can benefit from that. So there's your first comment, and that's there you go. go. That's how to do it. Um, Nayara, Nayara is a music teacher in China. 
she's oh, from cool. the U.S., but she tunes in from China. Um, so it's a it's a fresh year, and last year's seventh graders were tough as a whole. As us, uh, all of us teachers are nervous about them in eighth grade this year already. Any tips on going into the year um, to turn over a new leaf? Gosh, I've had those grades before where you're just like, yo, this they grade is you. tough. Um, you know, and yeah. it's funny because this is one of those years for me. This is one of those years that y'all I'm dreading going back. Like I, I don't ever talk like this other than to my husband. Like he has to hear it all the time because he lives with me, but uh, online, like I would never say this to people online. I would never say this to people like at my school. Yeah. I'm dreading going back. Why? It's just it's a lot of things it just in the, like everything that's happened these past few weeks, yeah. it's, it is a super hard year for me and I don't want to go back. I'm going to tell you flat out honest. I don't want to go back to school, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I have no choice but to do it. And I'm going to try to find something, one thing every single day to make, that makes me happy. Um, whether it's just talking with a kid, whether it's that I go and grab me a coffee or I eat a pizza or <laughs> something. A whole pizza. A just, whole you didn't pizza. Even, you didn't even go, I'm going to eat this. Like, I'm, like, I'm going to eat a whole pizza. I think it's just, it's finding one thing every day that's going to try to make yeah. me happy. And I'm just going to hopefully get through it. I think that is 100% the key. So like, I think that it is, if you think about when you are not in a good mood, when you're not having it, when you get into a fight with your spouse, when your kids piss you off in the morning, I am less, I'm less likely to be able to deal with people's stuff at school because now I'm aggravated. Now I'm like mm -hmm. taking off my car, pissed off in the morning and stuff. So I'm very mindful about how I start my day, which is why I get up early and why I read and why like, and I only read stuff that's going to like fill me up. I'm not reading like a murder mystery in the morning. Um, I listen to certain kinds of podcasts or only certain kinds of music on my way to school. Like, because I know me and I know that if I put that good stuff in kind of good stuff comes out and, and I have to be really mindful about that, about how much I'm overworking or how many nights I go with too little sleep because I just am not at my best. Mm -hmm. And that, like when, when I'm happy, when I feel good, then I can, it doesn't matter what's happening. Like I can literally like have a fight break out in the middle of my class and I just handle yeah. it. Or the fights don't break out because I'm already operating on some kind of level where the just, I don't let the energy go there in the, in the classroom. Yeah. That's how the real hippie. Yeah. That's all it was in your classroom. All the energy. Um, totally. Dude, all the energy in the room is just like, <laughs> you know, pink. Um, what should I do? What should I bring for my first day of student teaching? This is Kristen. Um, that's a great question. We have a whole video about student teaching. Take you your phone check so you out. can take pictures and then have something to write notes. That's it. That's a really good idea. Um, I would. I think it's, yeah. You don't need anything. Take notes. Nope. Have something to write in. I recommend having a notebook small enough that you could carry it around with you everywhere. Literally everywhere. Oh, and if you have one of those little packet printers, I would take one of those packet printers. Because here's what I would do: <laughs> I would have, I would have my little notebook, and as I'm going, I'm taking a note. I would take a picture. I would print it out. I would stick that little thing in my. <laughs> Isn't that genius? Because I'm visual, and a lot of the times, yeah. like I write such chicken scratch, I can't remember what I'm connecting it to. So if I print out the little picture and I stick it to wherever I'm writing my little note. I have a memory. 
That's like a really good idea. Dumbledore. I didn't even know there was a pocket. <laughs> I have my wand and I'm like taking out my little <laughs> memory. That's you love taking notes too. <laughs> um, when I think the other part of like being a student teacher is like showing that you want to be there, right? So like if you go on my channel or I don't know if, which one you can watch both of them. Um, but if you look, if you go onto my channel and type in letter classroom at the top in the little search thing, uh, Bridget and I did like a whole talk about like yeah, it's first year of teacher. Yo, it was long. It was like it a, was so it was like a four-hour conversation we all down to a two-hour edit. So it was hot in there, but that was anyway. There's a video that will help you with that. I think the other thing is acting like you actually want to be there. So I'm going in like not just what I'm taking, but like my mindset is that this isn't just a stop on my way to teaching. It's like, nope, I'm going to engage like I'm an actual teacher here. I'm going to get get caught up in this and like want to be here. So I'm not on my phone. I'm not checking messages the whole time. I'm not texting anyone. Um, I'm engaging with students. I'm asking about what teachers are yeah. teaching and how they're doing it. Because um, I feel like as a beginning teacher, you can, it's very easy to judge other teachers and how they're doing stuff. Yeah. And instead, like ask, getting clear on the on. on understanding why they're yeah, doing what jump they're doing in. is really important. Say, what can I do? Give me something to do. Whether it's passing things out, sharpening yeah. pencils, ask for something to yeah. do. Not how can Good I make tip. your life easier? Yep. There it is. Uh, oh, and take chocolate. Every teacher loves chocolate. <laughs> take her and take some chocolate. <laughs> Did you just answer that question that I have? Sorry. No, she's just oh. talking about chocolate. Um, Olivia you. is asking, what? oh, with this? Yeah, what is a first, what is a good first day co-teacher and assistant teacher gift? Oh, Chocolate. <laughs> See, that's why I was confused. <laughs> Chocolate. Um, <laughs> gift. God, I teach high school. You know what gift is. Listen, you don't, you seriously, do not buy, I feel like, just the stuff. Like, I literally buy, take food. I, you know what, I'm I would take someone, food. I'll tell seriously. you, 100%. I would get someone Expo markers because you can never have enough Expo markers. Right? And you always lose them. That's Other really, teacher really trick true. that I found somewhere this summer. This is <gasps> my plan. smelly markers for the Listen charts. Oh, those are delicious. People steal my Expo markers all the time. Why? So number one, I hide Teachers them. or kids? Yes, yeah, both. And my Sharpies. So I started last at the end of last year taking my yellow caps and putting them on my black markers. So no one ever takes your yellow. Because who the hell writes in yellow? What do I have, black lights in my classroom? I do. I have to say, listen, I, at Target, so you need to go to Target and you need to go down like the pen aisle. And there are these highlighters. I'm not even lying. Get out of my way. real. Go. <laughs> there goes all the hair like from my this. Thigh. Okay, there are these highlighter. They're highlighters. I use these for grading. I use these for writing, and they're erasable. <gasps> Erase, y'all. Demonstration model. Okay, <laughs> and then there's the thumbnail. It erases. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> it erases. It's fantastic. That's what you should get. Erasable highlighters from Target. Walter is sitting on my feet. Start licking, <laughs> start licking your toes. Yeah. Um, DNFMS1 <laughs> is saying, okay, uh, this upcoming year, which would be my first year as a teacher right out of college, I find that I'm really nervous about the first few days of class. What suggestions do you have for days one through five high school level? Me. Um, <laughs> you are the high school level. I don't no. teach high school. I say this. One, um, 
my favorite thing to do at the beginning of the year is on the very first day before we do anything else is have your have the kids write themselves a letter that you're going to then give back to them when they graduate from high school. And this is a really good time to sort of like everyone's quiet, everyone's doing something. They already know what they're writing about because they're kids and they're just writing about themselves. It gives you a chance to assess the class and get a feel for what's going on when you're not talking. Um, I think the next thing is letting kids know that you're excited to be there, how much, how much you want to bring to the class and then doing some sort of, I don't, I don't do icebreakers, but I do like, I have like a, who am I sheet, which is available on my website for free. Just go on there and download it. Um, gives kids a chance to like write down about them and then you get a sense of who they are. Right. So you start learning, like, what do they like? What do they not like? Um, and then I do, I, I think the life map, activity is the best. Like, I just think it's like one of the things I've done that has been the best. And so you, um, describe your life in, in 10 events from birth till now, what events made you the, into the person that you are today. Mm. And then I mint, I mirror that I do an activity myself. It's a very simple Google slides presentation. You can either have real pictures or just stuff you find from the internet in case you don't like, you know, I don't have a picture of my birth yeah. and that's going to disturb everyone anyway. So, you know, we'll just, I'll just put a sun rising or something that got weird anyway um <laughs> so look i think i think the biggest thing bro is like i, I don't know if that's guy or girl but uh is just trying to have fun bro. you I call think. me a bro <laughs> dude too. it's so just true. trying to have fun i think like teachers make it hard and look you're always going to be nervous i'm nervous mm -hmm. every year man and not to the extent that i used to be like i couldn't sleep when i first started teaching um, but every year I feel like they're going to figure it out that I don't know what I'm doing. It's going to be yeah. like, dude, they're, they got him. It's been a sham for 15 years. This guy doesn't know anything. So it's, it, it's just about like getting comfortable with that. Um, look, I want to honor the time Bridges making dinner downstairs. Also probably Trent was really making dinner downstairs, but, um, I thought maybe he was like, I turned it so, one time. Um, I the best. So look, if you need any other help, right? Uh, this happens every single Friday night or every Sunday night, rather at 5 PM Eastern standard time tomorrow. This will be a podcast. It's going to come out. My boy, Jake is going to be, on, a be on the initial episode. I'm going to put the link in, on YouTube tomorrow. So you'll be able to like link it. Um, It'll and be that, on our stories and all that. Yeah. yeah I'll put, I'll have it everywhere that you can find sort of find me. So the podcast will be available tomorrow. It'll be, uh, and then there's another podcast episode coming out on Friday, which are older videos um, that I just think have a lot of value. And all of those have guests on them as well. Um, you can go to Facebook group and get help there. You can, you know, just go to realrapwithreynolds.com and you can get anything else that you need. Um, and that's it. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. It yeah, took you're welcome. only I mean, three years to get like you to my come house. And you know, I know. <laughs> it would have been weird if you weren't. I'm just going to go upstairs in your room and use your computer. And sit with your dog. Uh, remember that time we were in Princeton and I was like, hey, just go use my hotel room to make your phone call. And he yeah. was like, in my hotel room. So I had it at, I'm not even joking, 62 degrees. We're I was like, <laughs> we brought a sweatshirt because so your cold. house is always cold. I was like, oh, bring a sweatshirt. We're going in Bridget's house. Cold. And Trey goes, we should really put the air up. I'm like, shh. They can put a blanket on, a sweater. I do not care. I am not turning my AC no. down my wife for them. It's and not son happening. would not care. I'm the only one that's just like, when we did the work <laughs> day recently, I was, when we were here hanging out, I was like freezing my ass <laughs> off. Um, yeah. And I put sweaters, <laughs> a little hat. <laughs> Feels good to be cozy. 
I'm hungry. All right. All right. All right, gang. Thanks so much. See you next week. And that's it for this week, gang. Look, if you ever want to have your question answered on Sunday Night Teacher Talk, all you have to do is show up at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my YouTube channel, Real Rap with Reynolds, and I'd be happy to answer any question that you put out there. Nothing is off the table. Thanks so much for your support. We really, really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great week. Peace.